the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Good day and welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Talking all things financial, and that hits insurance. You insure what you can't afford to lose. You only work from age 20 to 60. What's the most important part of 20 to 60? Is it making babies and getting married and walking down the aisle and buying a house? I think the most important thing from age 20 to 60 is part of the reason you get married. It's part of the reason you have a kid. So you basically can throw everything you earn away into the marriage and into the child. So I think the most important thing from age 20 to 60 is your ability to earn income. So anyone who's listening right now who's between the age of 20 and 60, you may think you're hot and that all members of the opposite sex want you, but we either want your sexuality or your income. It typically goes into one of the two. And they say marriages that are based on income stability last longer than marriages that are based on sexuality. Um, so that's worth noting when it comes time to find a bow. Walking in the shadows of a bow once loved. Can anyone guess where that, that line comes from? Walking in the shadows of a bow once loved. High school girlfriend gave it to me based on a poem that she wrote. The poem was based on the fact that I had a girlfriend before her that she was intimidated by. I still remember that. Why do I remember stupid stuff like that? I can't tell you what I had for breakfast. You know why? Because I didn't have breakfast. (laughs) You know what's funny is, um, you ever go like on trips with people and they'll be like, oh, hey, I got you some fried chicken fingers. I'm like, I don't really eat fried food. And if I did, I'd eat McDonald's. Like, if you're going to eat gross, nasty stuff, eat the grossest, nastiest stuff. Which also describes my love life. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sitting with me today, Tony Mendez. Uh, ensure what you can't afford to lose your ability to earn income. 
That's super important. Um, your health. Um, if you've talked to anyone who's ever had a heart attack or a stroke, a friend of mine in television, Stanley Roberts, has had a stroke. It ain't cheap. And you missed lots and lots of work where your work doesn't necessarily pay you. Um, and my mom's had a couple strokes, and I've seen the hospital bills. Um, got a new bill for my mom's uh, nursing home. So that went up about $600 year over year. So it's now at $6,800 a month. Factors in a little bit of medication. Um, but she's not living in the Grand Wailea at $6,800 a month. And you would imagine it's the Grand Wailea because it's Grand Wailea prices. Um, but she lives in a one little bedroom. And I can't tell you how much nursing homes are like uh, prison cells. They're so disconcerting to visit because uh, you have to check in, check out. So, and uh, it's like all, all the old people in there, they're like inmates. So, and they'll gather at the lunchroom and they shiv each other. So, <laughs> maybe they don't shiv each other. But they're mean and nasty to each other. A lot of rumor gossiping going on. Um, do you remember every now and then you see a story that just makes you basically want to die? Because uh, it's so gross. And it's like the number of sexually transmitted diseases in nursing homes is on the rise. Um, chlamydia is out of control. <laughs> and you're like, I don't need to think about that. But there has to be a tender for old people. Oh, we can make money. Uh, tender for nursing homes. Okay, maybe we can. Make I, money. I think you're getting into some pretty, pretty tender territory. So anyway, there's so many ways to look at money in life, right? Um, one of the areas that you fall into a category, I fall into investing, um, making sure that when we turn 60, we have enough money to live. You fall into the real estate world where it's radio, Tony. It's radio. It's theater of the mind. Um, if you're going to make a loud clunk, people are going to think you fell ill. So don't make a loud clunk unless you fall and like, break something. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> you do it every week. I do something every week. I, I don't know why I have you on. I'm, I'm usually on the other side. That's why. After years and years and years of radio experience, you would imagine you'd be good at this. You'd imagine. Mm, that's nice. <laughs> you have high hopes for me, don't you? Chocolate sweaty balls. Mm. Oh, my. Yeah, we do fall into an interesting category of uh, retirement. Some people put all their eggs into one basket, so to speak, um, yeah. in real estate. Uh, my brother being one of them. It's an argument that we have all the time. You hear it. You see it. Uh, you can feel it. It's palatable. His brother um, is um, once owned a Domino's Pizza. Well, basically, he gets out of high school, works his butt off, mm-hmm. owns a Domino's Pizza. Got in at the right time. Got in at the right time. Um, it's fair to say there's a lot of drugs, a lot of partying. Um, young kid with lots of money, you know, six-figure income, uh, basically slapping dough. Um, it didn't work out. He had some management problems uh, with the property. But second career, got into real estate with his wife. His wife got big fake boobs. Um, and they, Ooh. I know. Don't, don't forget about dyeing the hair. Oh, platinum blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So she looks like the Khaleesi before the Khaleesi. So, mm-hmm. but I don't like big fake boobs. So I always find them to be just odd. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, they <laughs> killing <put>, me. <laughs> Everyone's going to think I'm a dirty old man. <laughs> They put everything into real estate. Um, the, he started early. He had a little bit of equity. Can you know move that equity into a bigger house, which he needed. He had four kids, um, and then proceeded to buy uh, a bunch of uh, rental properties, uh, and that's where all of their money went. 
So they have no retirement except for what they expect to get from these properties. Uh, it's a little risky. They were just missed by all three of these properties were, I don't know, 20, 30 miles from the center of a hurricane that just came through last year. Um, a couple miles difference, that would have, it could have wiped them out completely. Um, not only that, they lost several months of rent or several, you add it all up, several months of rent because of the, you know, the, the repairs that had to be done in the community. A lot of people yeah. didn't show up. Um, but you know, when it's all said and done, I think what they're looking for is the, is, you know, the house to be paid off or the houses to be paid off, their house to be paid off, have, and then they're going to have a tax problem. And then they're going to have a tax problem. Yeah. But they won't have any retirement income other than that. Yeah. And they're going to have to make a decision of, do they sell a property and get a big chunk of change or do they hope that the income from the properties lasts? They happen to own their properties in Myrtle Beach, uh, which is a lovely area. But maybe Myrtle Beach goes out of fashion. Maybe there's a drug war or, you know, black uh, gang violence kind of thing going on. And um, maybe it's not as desirable down the road. Like Kitty Hawk I would have probably Max had. diversified a little bit. Maybe not put everything all in one town. And maybe did different kinds because they're doing all three of these are, are vacation you know rentals. Of, you know what I think when I think of Myrtle Beach? <laughs> that movie, was it Shag? It was about dancing in the 1950s. I think Myrtle Beach. I think Shag was was what it was. It was one of those not quite good enough to be um, Kevin Bacon, but along those lines of movies where they're trying to get teenage girls to go see it. You know what I saw for the first time ever? Um, Dirty Dancing. Really? The original? Uh, the original. I was uh, basically locked up in a cave and <laughs> being tortured by was the only ISIS thing, commanders. Only thing on, right? And uh, I had never seen it. And it's awful. No one's ever liked me like for me. Kind of commentary, <laughs> like acting. Pretty awful. No one's ever liked me for me. People like me because I talk money. People like you because you get loans done, which is uh, on your bumper sticker. Um, Tony Mendez, I get, I get loans, loans done. done. He can help you with, uh, oh, the dance at the end. Nobody backs baby in a corner. I didn't understand it, what that meant, but her dad was making her sit in the corner. It was literally, don't put her in a corner seat. Black now. 800 516 1220. That's 800 516 1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I believe everything in moderation, even moderation. This is Sting, and I got to see him last year in concert because. One of my bucket list things was to see the police. And when they came to Oakland 10 years ago, eight years ago, I went to the Oakland Coliseum to see the police. And it was the worst show I've ever seen in my life. Um, there was no passion. You could barely hear them even when you're 30 yards away. And I got like, I got really good tickets. 
and it was the worst show I ever saw in my life. So I was like, I want to see Sting one more time. So he came to SAP Center, and I got really good seats. And here was the downer about it. You know how you get floor seats? Spend 500, 600, 700 bucks in that kind of ballpark. You can buy them on aftermarket and spend a little bit more. And uh, there's some songs that just stink. That's a great song that he just sang there. That's one of his new things. Um, there's some songs that are a little bit slower, a little bit like political activist songs. Everyone sits down, except for the guy in front of me. <laughs> Literally, there's probably, what, a thousand floor seats? 998 people sit down. And he and his woman stay up. And they're like, you know, uh, Peter Gabriel is, did one of his slow songs, Biko. Oh, Biko, September 77. And it's a really slow chant. And he's shaking his hips like it's a rock song. He's pulling off Elvis Presley to Stephen Biko by Peter Gabriel. So I saw Sting last year. And the reason I bring that up is that sit down. If 998 people are sitting down, sit your butt down. Even if you paid good money for the seats, sit your butt down. So that's my only thought of the day. Have you ever paid good money for something and then just been terribly disappointed? Hmm. That's a tough one. How about that plastic car you drive around? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, you know, I can't think of anything offhand. That's called buyer's remorse, right? It is. Yeah. Or something. I've, I've dated women who have had buyer's remorse. <laughs> Your brother bought his wife uh no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Be careful. I Be actually, nice. wait, wait, I actually know someone who went through a divorce, and he insisted that the $5,000 that went into the augmentation be on her side of the ledger versus his side of the ledger. So, because it was freshly done or something like that. And uh, that's just bitter. <laughs> I mean, when you get to the point of, of that kind of bitter, that's just bitter. So one of the things we've talked about today is that there's so many ways to look at money and finance, and whether it's having kids are expensive, whether it's paying for college is expensive. Um, I can't imagine, you know, not grasping that. And I used to say things like, don't let your kids get a poetry major because all the jobs are in computer science. But, you know, it's going to be kind of interesting. You're going to want probably a poetry major down the road because um, how else are you going to stand out if in a world of robots and things along those lines? And I'm not telling people to get poetry majors. Maybe maybe a double minor kind of thing in, in English lit or something like that where you could have a little bit of color to your scientific world that we continue to live in. But one of the areas that we're also talking about is landlords. And last year, 37% of homes sold or acquired by buyers who didn't live in them. Um, demographic shifts push home ownership rates to 50-year lows at this point in time. You go back 50 years, you know, you're thinking late 60s, early 70s, and the American dream was to buy a home and live in a home. And we had just, you know, started that conquest, so to speak. And what did we get as high up to, like 68%? It was roughly 68%. Um, you know, the push as interest rates started dropping from the 80s, um, not interest rates in the 80s, but in the 1980s uh, till today. Um, and, and, it, you know, actually back to 2008, really, when we were hitting some some highs back up in that 68% range. Uh, and now we're down in the low 60s. Um, I wouldn't expect it uh, to go m- that much further. It's actually slowed down quite a bit. But, um, you know, the the pace of institutional 
uh, buyers, those large companies uh, out there buying mass amounts of properties has dropped 3% last year, uh, yet the number of landlords is increasing. So that means private investors are picking up. People like, like here in the Bay Area are cashing in on their properties and buying in places like Boise and uh, Nevada and Salt Lake City and or Portland and Denver. I mean, all of these cities, you know, t- uh, double digits uh, increases. Portland, uh, 10%, um, I'm sorry, 11%, Colorado, 10.6%, Washington, which is Seattle, 10.2%. Year-over-year price increases because of this. Um, w- w- even where Portland residents are putting up signs, please no Californians because it's raising their rents. Uh, they're buying houses, increasing prices, ra- raising rents. And uh, that's not good for, you know, to move that fast in places that aren't used to it. Uh, the Bay Area is a little bit different. Um, there's a lot more money here. Do you remember when Cartman... I knew there was going to be a South Park. Uh, bought immigrants. <laughs> well, we, we could go into the ghetto with Cartman if we had to. But <laughs> Do you remember when he put um, old people, or no, it was hippies. Yeah. He invited hippies to South Park for like a uh, a musical festival or something. Yes. Yeah. And he was kidnapping them and putting them in his basement. Mm-hmm. And he was using a cow prod, uh, tasering them and stuff. <laughs> so that's what I think about. You will respect my authority. When I think about people from Portland, I think about Cartman kidnapping <laughs> them and put the tasering them and cow prodding them. But this is kind of interesting, and this is where I kind of wanted to stop you because you're getting on a, a diatribe monologue, which I hate monologues. I prefer conversations when I'm with another human being. You know my brother Pete. Pete. He um he insisted that if there's two people in the car, that he'd always leave the radio off. It made us forced us to talk to each other, and I still hate him to this day. Um, but that's neither here nor there. So the median price of a home in Dallas is 201000 and the shares of homes sold to people who didn't live in them doubled over the last 12 years. So it's the cheaper houses that are attracting people who want rental income and want to be landlords. I want to be a landlord in it's, Dallas. It's a gold rush Canada. for a lot of uh, people who are looking – that have that disposable – uh, income, for example, you, you could be in any big metropolitan area. D.C. is hot right now. Boston, uh, you name them all. Chicago, San Francisco, L.A. But the more expensive it, the house, the less ex- likely you have the landlord. Correct. So. Yet, yet a lot of people here in the Bay Area are keeping their houses. They have low tax bases. They, they either have paid it off or they have a small mortgage and they're moving out and then doing the high rent. So, and that's their income as part of retirement. But this gets me back into thinking of would I rather own a home in the Bay Area and rent it out, or would I rather own three in Dallas and rent it out? It gets back to the, your conversation about your brother who owns three beach properties in Myrtle right. Beach. I'd rather own one home and rent it out in the Bay Area than own three because it's three times as much work. And I see people going after the smaller-priced homes, and a smaller-priced home is going get, to get what? It's going to get bad renters. I, I think what a lot of people are saying are, are seeing is that they can't just agree with me. I, I want to. No, I am agreeing with you. And there's a lot of equity here, Rob, and that equity is being moved around the nation, um, especially people who they say are renting here and they can't buy, but they have a down payment. It still doesn't work here, but they take it out out of state. That's happening. So this is the song the guy was standing up through. Can you believe this? You can find me at robblackshow.com. You can find Tony at bayarealonesource.com. I'm standing up right now. <laughs> I can't see my producer, which is kind of interesting, because if you stand in that window, I'd still be able to see the producer. But this one, no, I can't. One skinny one's heavy. He blocks out the sun. <laughs> I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial.
Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So I just brought in, I'm sitting in here with Tony Mendez from Barry at LoanSource.com. I brought in a, a mailer that I got from Bank of America. And, you know, it goes, Dear Rob Black, uh, you have a you have a clear picture about your investing goals. As a Bank of America customer, you can meet with Maryland, blah, 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 blah. During your meeting, you'll receive a complimentary goal summary, prioritizing each goal. So I'm, I'm skipping down a paragraph. After I meet with them, I'm going to have a goal summary. Ooh. I'm going to benefit from the seamless connection between personal banking and wealth management needs at Merrill Lynch. Bank of America owns Merrill Lynch. They kind of merged. Um, and the reason that I won't ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever use Bank of America Merrill Lynch is this exact thing that they sent out to me. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous catalog of their wealth management business. Um, it's not a printout. That thing costs a, a good buck and a quarter. Easily. For, easily for everyone they sent that out to. And to me, that just tells me that they have money to burn and they're making a lot of money. And I don't want to do business with that. For instance, let me give you another one. Uh, Mattress companies. Anytime I hear a mattress company advertised, you hear mattress companies advertised through nuclear wars. They are the cockroaches of the radio industry. Do you know why? Because they make a ton of money. Mattress puts together, you can put it together in Mexico, and this could be a common problem. You can put together a mattress in Mexico, buck and a quarter, sell it for $1,400. Um, so I'll never do business with any mattress commercial company because I know that they're not, marked. Not now you won't. Um, there was a company that rhymes with Rancini, and uh, the salesperson said, you've got 90 days to turn it back in. And I don't like mattresses that sleep hot, and this mattress ultimately slept hot. So after like 35 days, I was, took it back and I go, oh, no, no, you can only turn it back in in 30 days. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to go on the radio and, and talk bad about you for the next 100 years and your little cockroach company. And uh, anyway, I got a different mattress. <laughs> but never, ever, 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 ever go to Macy's, get to the 50% off sale. President's Day sale. President's Day sale. That's the way to buy mattresses, in my opinion. So um, that gets back to the point of I wouldn't even do a mortgage at a Bank of America or a Wells Fargo. As far as a branch goes, I will let someone like Tony Mendez, who has the ability to look at 40 companies offering 40 different mortgages. Some of them are better than others. Some of them are better rates than others. Some of them give him better kickbacks so he can give you lower rates. So he's able to shop everything, and I think that's fantastic. Um, I think that's the way it should it's, be. It's also one of the reasons why brokers have taken back the over 50% of the share of mortgages originated. Uh, and it dropped for a while. Okay. We were we were down about forty percent because of what happened to the mortgage meltdown. Do you know who goes into banks and gets mortgages and, and financial services? Old people. <laughs> and do you know who I hate? <laughs> Old people. <laughs> we need to let everyone know we're pissed off and we're not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> now, can anybody remember what we're pissed off about? I have this feeling you might end up being cornered in an alley one day by a bunch of angry, bat-carrying seniors. You're darn tootin'. And I'm going to take away the Prop 13. <laughs> if I'm elected governor, I'm taking away their Prop 13. I'm going to leave it for all the young people until they turn old. 
by then you will be. It's the hot life. It's my hot life plan. Always marry a 25 year old when she turns 30, get a divorce. Marry a 25 year old when she turns 30, get a divorce. You're asking why don't you marry an 18 year old? Because I've got, I've got standards. <laughs> Anyhow, anyway, um, one of the things that I saw in real estate recently is tied towards the obvious high price rents. Guess what two cities have the highest rents in the United States? I'm going to guess San Jose and Santa Clara. No, not even close. Should we do bad radio and make you keep guessing? Sure, San Francisco. San Francisco is one of them. And San Jose. San Jose is the number one. No. All right, Statman. New York City! There you go. There we go. My producer can do it better than you, and he can do it with a button. He doesn't have to open up his real mouth. Thanks, Mike. So, let's ask him. Let's ask him one more time. So, Mike, um, where is Broadway? New York City! It's pretty smart. Oakland? Well, he'll figure out. New York City! There is an Oakland and New York City a lot of people didn't know about. So, a report that just came out, um, as far as rentals go, of the 120 global cities researched by online property service Nested, uh, San Francisco, New York City, and Boston, they blow away Hong Kong, London, Tokyo, Paris, Vancouver, and Toronto, um, which I find kind of interesting. Cause Take off, you hosers. I've got a friend who uh, is Canadian, and I've always loved Canadians. They've got wonderful hockey. They've got great ski slopes. They've got okay beer if you need to wash your car. Um, but other than that, the beer's kind of wasted and useless. And they've got women. I love the Canadian women. And the Canadian goose. I don't even know what a Canadian goose is, but I know that I love it. So um, to measure affordability, they went with what a single person would have to pay for 420 square feet. So, um, and to say the least... Uh, Toronto's number 27 on the list. Vancouver's 18. I'm a little surprised by that. But San Francisco, $4.95 per square foot for a rental. So that's a 420 square foot apartment would be 2,078 bucks. And there you go. I'll send this to you because it's kind of interesting. It's all on square footage. Um, New York comes in second at $4.75. Boston at $4.30. Washington, D.C., number seven on the list. So... What's what's fascinating, and I guess I guess this makes sense because it is kind of the armpit of California. Los Angeles not on the top twenty. Wouldn't you think Los Angeles would crack top twenty uh, cities in the world? Uh, there they are. They come in at number twelve. I just didn't want to see it. <laughs> That's what it is. I just didn't want to see it. Yeah, rents is uh, it's it's the the other stat that that you can run and compare that side by side is the amount of income that the percentage of of gross income that people are paying for their rents in San Francisco, the Bay Area just leads the nation in that um, over New York. Okay. And it's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, you, ha- you have millennials and you can kind of do the math and figure that they're, they're actually paying for the convenience of living in the large cities as opposed to focusing on um, not really saving money, but sa- really wanting those amenities and putting it towards that. We, we had a discussion about this last night. Um, and it's all about first-time home buyers and affordability. 
uh, you know, the millennials are living longer at home with their parents. They are renting longer and they're waiting to get married for a longer period of time. And they're also waiting to have kids. But it'll eventually kick in. Uh, they're eventually going to have a child. They're eventually going to get married and, and want to buy a house. And it is going to be a big wave of buyers over the next several years. Now, we live in California, and I live on the peninsula, and you live in the East Bay. In the East, East Bay. Bay. I'm thinking about what Cartman might sing <laughs> when you live in the East Bay. In the ghetto. That's right, in the ghetto. Um, what do we work, Betterment, Warby Parker, Rinth Runway, Casper, Blue Apron, Compass, Cadre, and Peloton all have in common? They're tech startups based in New York City. And that, New York City! That's right, New York City. One more time. What city has five boroughs? Winner. Come on down! You know, you know how you get picked for prices, right? You stand in a super long line to go in, and they walk down the line, and they look for the goofiest, dumbest people they can find. <clears throat> so if you can get a you know, Bob Barker tattoo, you're probably going to make it in. But you also have to jump up and down when they're walking through the hallways. You have to act like it's the best day of your life. So that's neither here nor there. Um, so this should scare Silicon Valley a little bit. Because at one point in time, we had all the startups. Um, there's a, a IPO Snap, where they've got the... Uh, not Snap. I think I've had a stroke. Oh, Snap. <laughs> I love them. Um, Snapchat. Snap. It is Snap. I had a stroke. Please, everyone, help me before I become the uh, the countdown guy. Oh, snap. Who was that? Uh, Rockin' New Year's Eve. Dick Clark? Dick Clark. When you have... Please, please, old people, listen to me. When you've had a stroke, get off TV. Because remember, he'd go like, it's New Year's Eve, and he'd go, hey, ah, hey. And it just ruins the, the, the party for everyone. Are you crazy? <laughs> There's a lot of sarcasm there, but I, I do want Prop 13 taken away from all old people. And I want their driver's license when they turn 65. I don't think that's too much to ask. So anyway, snap out of um, Los Angeles. And that should scare people who have this, like, ooh, the Bay Area is always going to go higher. Because as technology becomes cheaper and easier to develop, Silicon Valley better have another trick up their, up their sleeve. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You can find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. He does mortgages. On weekends, he'll come to your house and clean out old people if they're stuck <laughs> in the basement. You can find me at Rob Black Show. That's Rob Black Show. I always have events coming up. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. Usually a discount to get you in for free is Radio 25. Call 
now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Talk a little real estate, talk a little music. Um, you know, earlier in the show, I talked about Sting. That wasn't a cheap night, Sting and Peter Gabriel, but I wanted to do it. And uh, I don't blow money in silly ways. Um, I like big vacations because uh, those are experiences. But other than that, like... I'm wearing a hoodie right now that has a hole in the sleeve. Uh, and I'll wear that for a good while. I don't blow money on clothes. I think that's, we all have budget issues somewhere. So what's your weakness in your budget, Tony? Probably food. Um, I like to cook steaks. That's something I, I, I eat a steak once a week. Something that I didn't think I would uh, ever be able to afford. And um, other than that, you know, I have a kid. I guess that's a, <laughs> I don't consider that blowing money, but I got home last night and there was a new tricycle, a new, um, what else was new? A couple new things in the house and a couple things left. Uh, so you, you know that you spent some money on something that's no longer there and then you have something new that you spent money on. Um, but it's all worth it. You know, the little boy, he's in, you know, our, our, um, godsend, so to speak. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I think you're laughing because I have no idea what to expect, right? <laughs> I did get a email, by the way, that I think is worth sharing. And this one comes to, and you can email me, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Um, Robert sent an email. He goes, I hate middle-aged people. Um, and he spelled age wrong. Um, they think they know everything, and all of a sudden they're old and find out what they knew. They didn't. Enjoying the show in my old age. Thanks, Robert. So he gets the fact that it's a joke. Um, but, you know, I still hate old people. When they chew, their mouths are all open and food drops out. Their jaws don't work the same. They have that Prop 13. I've got Prop 13. I pay $400 a year in property taxes. I'm 87 years old. I've been around since dirt was born. Anyway, I don't really hate old people. But if there was a super flu that came and took away part of the population, whether it be white, black, Asian, whether it be young or old, whether it be the Southerners or the Canadians, if there was one disease that targeted one group of people. What am I, was you're having a conversation with yourself and you're trying to outbeat yourself. You, you won't be able to stop. Oh, come on. You say the same thing during the commercial breaks. Uh, <laughs> you told me yesterday that your mom's getting cranky and starts yelling for no reason. And guess what she is? Old person. <laughs> anyway, um, back to real estate. Um, high-end homes, they're not seeing any slowdown. Uh, depending on what you ask, uh, I just read an article from the L.A. Times about um, a lot of realtors are fearing the uh, policy changes in China. 
a lot of the Chinese investors are starting to pull out and sell. Uh, so they're starting to feel that a little bit, and that's causing a high-end homes sitting on the market a little bit longer. And I, I just categorize high-end homes anything over, I, I guess, a million, a million plus. Sure. You know? Um, San Francisco, they saw it about 1.8, 1.9 million. Those slowed down, pretty much stopped sitting on the market for Isn't 60, 90 days. Tower. Isn't that going to be fascinating to watch, see how that happens? I read a little bit more about that. Um, very interesting. OJ's lawyer. OJ. OJ's OJ lawyer. OJ Simpson? Well, not his lawyer. I think the um, for the civil suit. Okay. Uh, the, the guy who won for the Goldmans. He's now representing a group um, of interest at, at the uh, Millennium Tower. Couple interesting. It, it will be interesting how that plays out and see how that spreads around the um, the neighborhood. But uh, what I also found interesting is that even after some of these reports came out, the penthouse sold for about six million dollars more than it was purchased for. Uh, and the guy who bought it actually knew about you know the you know the defects in the building. I saw that Atherton became the most expensive zip code again after losing it for a couple months. Um, and what's interesting about Atherton is that it's, a lot of people don't have video footage of it. It's tough to, for some reason, it's it's so exclusive that it's gated. Um, but they don't. A lot of people just don't show the properties. Like we don't even know what people are doing there. So it could be Kim Jong Il So we don't know. Could be a bunch of old people. Wouldn't that be fantastic? <laughs> Gate a million. They've got like an eighteen million dollar home and their property prop thirteen. Property tax is like $600. Anyway, um, yeah, Atherton, 5.4. Oh, man, these are expensive homes. Um, Palo Alto, 2.9 million. Los Altos, 2.8 million. It's pretty crazy uh, as far as zip codes go, uh, as far as the homes are. Anyway, 800-516-1220 calls on the air. What are you seeing these days as far as mortgages? Is it... Is it Two people getting one mortgage, or is it one person? A lot of couples. Okay. Um, dual incomes, we want to call it. Do you ever see couples that aren't married? Like, maybe well, me and you go get a, a... All the time. Okay. Is that easier, or is that more complicated? Are you kind it of can be. It can be. Um, most, you know, if you're, it's a married couple, usually their credit's very similar. Uh-huh. Um, there's not a lot of, you know, random stuff coming in, but when you have two people who aren't married, you you have different characteristics of the, in, in their credit that can affect it. Um, you, 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 but we are seeing more and more of that. It's not any harder. Okay. So, yeah, I always like buying property, kind of solo. I don't like partners because then you get into their wives and their spouses. And well, you know what they say: if you ever want to lose a friend, buy real estate with them. Did they say that? That's one of the sayings. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. So, if I wanted to lose a friend, I'd just take three rights. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find Tony Mendez at BarryAllenSource.com. You can find me at RobBlackShow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.